On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're talking about Mario going to the movies, Switch Online is finally coming, and Mario Kart is coming to mobile phones. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani, and today I'm joined by two special guests, Ian Hank. Hi. Kyle Bossman. Was that supposed to be a Yoshi hello? No, but it, it, it dipped into Yoshi it, big time. Just yeah. a little bit. It took a dip just in the Yoshi Just a little pool. bit right there, Kyle. Very close. <laughs> that was good stuff. Um, I want to first get something out of the way. A little housekeeping. Uh, do want to apologize about the last episode. Got a little, several negative complaints about the production quality of it. Uh, I just I want to make it clear, though, that the, the guest we had was not a local guest. There are a lot of people wondering why we just didn't have the person come, Tony, come into the studio. Tony does, lives on the different side of the United States, so a little difficult to do that. However, uh, it was completely my fault that we didn't have enough prep time to get things set up better. So in the future, uh, we'll do a much better job, make sure that doesn't happen, even when we have a remote guest, because we still want to do episodes with a remote guest and got to figure that out. So... Thank you for all the comments, giving constructive criticism to help make it better in the future. And uh, I promise you, I will do my best to not let that happen again. That said, we have a new segment I'd like to debut. Because we are getting rid of Dear Nintendo. Dear Nintendo has gone bye-bye. A little too unfocused. A little too, a little too long. Okay. I didn't like how long it was going. I couldn't think of a way to make it work and make it short. Just reading one letter, it's like, people are like, I want more. Yeah. And we start reading more, it starts going into a 15-20 minute segment. I don't like that. So I have a new segment that we're going to try and do every episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to boot up the Switch. Let me go to the eShop page. And I'm going to go to the best sellers on the eShop. And I want each of the panelists here to guess what will be in the top three slots. So it's like horse racing. Yes. Okay. So, so as long as I guess one that's in the top three, I'm getting some. Yeah. Money. So I will give you. I'll give you. Uh, if you. If you. We can do it one of two ways. We can either do points based on if you go one, two, three, or you just give me three the and, you get, and, you get, and you get a point each. And then I haven't come up for this one. It's just going to be kudos. I will. Okay. I'm going to leave it, I'm, kudos, yeah. I'm gonna leave it open to uh, to the viewers to decide if there should be some kind of like nice reward. Okay. So kudos. Are just very kudos nice. for now. Yeah. So for this week. For the week of February 5th or whatever, 4th, whatever this week is, first full week of February, what are in the, what three games are in the top three spots of the Nintendo Switch eShop? All right, Damiani, I know there's a lot of Celeste hype, so I'm, I'm saying Celeste is in that top three for sure. Okay. I am thinking that Super Mario Odyssey is in the top three. Okay. And my third pick is... Uh, 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 Stardew Valley. Okay, so Celeste, uh, Odyssey, Stardew yeah. Valley from yes. Kyle. Remember your picks. Okay. All right, Ian. I mean, I think Celeste is in there for sure. Okay. Uh, Lost Sphere's not out yet. It is. It is. Oh, it is. I don't know if it's going to sell that well, though, so I don't I don't think Lost Sphere's in there. Okay. I think... So you don't think it is? No. Do you get kudos for don't thinks? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just right. thinking out loud. Oh. I don't know. Uh, maybe Zelda and oh man, Stardew Valley was a good one too. I'll say Mario Odyssey. All right, so both of you said Mario Odyssey and Celeste, mm-hmm. but each have a different third game. Yes. So both of you only got one point. 
Oh. Celeste is in the number one spot. Yeah. yeah. But you did not get number two or number three. In fact, the games you picked, uh, I think to settle this tie, we can either you keep guessing, alternate guessing what's in the second spot. Okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, we'll just, Kyle, you go first. Okay. Uh, Rocket League. Nope. Yeah. Lost Sphere. Nope. Uh, NBA 2K. Nope. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Nope. And to give you guys a hint, speak okay. this along. Right. We have played this game on a group stream before. Mario oh. Kart 8 Deluxe. Nope. Yeah. Ooh. It is not a Nintendo first party game. Ooh. What have we played on a group stream? We didn't play it on this system. It's a multi-platform oh. game. What? Nid- Nidhogg? Nope. Is that on the Switch? I don't think so. You said Rocket League already, right? Yeah. It's good. After Ian's guessing, it's going to let it be open. Uh, you guess start you go for it. Yeah. If you can think of I'll something, start giving, I'll try and give you more hit, okay. hints to help you out. Yeah, we do so many uh, group streams. It's, def- it's definitely multiple people play at once, and it's not competitive. It's cooperative. Not crawl. Lovers in a dangerous space time. Ooh. No. Uh, cooperative. What the hell? More clues. More clues. Balls. Oh, oh, Overcooked. Ding, ding, yes. ding, ding, ding. Oh, Overcooked is the number two game right no now. No way. Yes. Whoa. And then third is... Because it just came out on there. And third is versus Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, it weird. would have taken me forever to remember that. Dang it. Uh, Stardew Valley was four. Oh. Mario Kart 8 was five. And Rocket League was sixth place. Oh. We did really well outside of the top three. Yeah. Okay. If it was top six. But it's tough. See? Like, yeah. there could be a big new indie game yeah. each week that really throws a wrench in the work. So, I like this. Ian gets those kudos. So, Ian gets the kudos every <laughs> er, from me. Kudos. Thank you, Damiani. Let's jump into some news. We had a lot of news that happened in the last two weeks. And, whoo! Nintendo loves to do this. They love to they love to just drop a bunch of news and then go a month without news and then they love doing this to me. I think they do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna work a little backwards from the oldest news of so the newest stuff first. Okay. So I think the newest stuff is the more juicy stuff. Plus, we got some patrons post questions related to the, the the more recent news. I'd like to work in as well. So the first segment: Switch has finally officially surpassed the lifetime sales of the Wii U. In less than a year. In less than a year. <laughs> yeah. As of the end of last month, as of the end of January, the Switch has moved 14 million, 14.86 million units across the, the world. Um, and that beats out poor, poor Wii U's lifetime sales in less than a year. Um, breakdowns, because I like breakdowns. I like knowing where all these sales came from, which territories. And I think it's important because Japan accounts for 3.72 million. The Americas... I always hear Reggie's voice when they say the Americas. The Americas. The Americas. Americas 5.94 million. Oh. And other. We're sorry, rest of the world. You're just <laughs> other. There are three <laughs> other, territories? Three territories. <laughs> other. Uh, 5.2 million. And for people like percentages, like me, Japan accounts for one-fourth of all Switch sales worldwide. Which is a big, is a big factor to consider when they're making decisions, business decisions, because Japan... Like, Switch sales, Switch needs moves, it's accounting for a huge piece of the pie now. Uh, the Americas is 40%, and the rest of the world, 35%. So, America is still the biggest region for them, but Japan's huge. And obviously, of course, the rest of the world is huge. It goes without saying there, Nintendo. Yeah, but we may, still beat them. They should break that. <laughs> um, 
how do you feel like is that a really good achievement for like switch i mean, I, I mean obviously it is but do you, do you feel like good like does, does nintendo do everything right to earn this is nintendo finally back is this going to be short-lived like how do you interpret this like people are making such a big deal out of this so damiani my my immediate response is yeah yeah the switch did better over the that amount of months than anything else in the u.s i remember that statistic but i also think that it 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 puts a little magnifying glass on just how poorly the wii u sold yeah the Wii U is is absolutely just a huge failure. I would I would say comparing yourself to Wii U, while it's a nice headline, mm-hmm. it doesn't exactly deserve a pat on the back for right, us, right. anyone else selling the Wii U. It's like it's like comparing yourself to like I don't I don't want to be mean, but like some example of something that got like one thousandth place in a race. <laughs> you know, it's like we beat that guy. It's like well, yeah. And I think it's the the important <laughs> thing to to say about this as well you know besides not pounding your back about this nintendo isn't touting this number as like the wii u part this is what all the media and fans and like right. you know, oh, we do, do this we're doing yeah. this oh, okay nintendo's not saying hey it's outsold yeah. the Got wii it. as far the as i know of our creation. it's something they don't really want to do yeah. you know but they're glad to let everyone else point it out because it is in some way it's spun positively so nintendo learned from their mistakes switch is doing better it's selling very well compared to the wii u it, but again, as Ian said, like it's hard to like not do better when you were like so close to rock bottom. Yeah. With with the Wii U, it does with the Switch though. It does feel like Nintendo's generally back on the ball. Oh yeah, and it's just not just the systems; it's the software itself. Yeah. And we got some really cool software numbers that Nintendo put out that I think put this also into perspective as well. Because you might be like, "Oh, I didn't like the Wii U," but there were still some pretty darn good games that came out on the system four of them but it's important to see <laughs> how they stack up to switch which hasn't been out for a full year yet oh so you also, can compare software also the well? software sales for games that have even been out even less time than than, than than the switch has been out so uh the top selling switch software for uh, to date as in the january whenever they put this report out recently uh super mario is number one oh. with just over nine million units sold can we stop for a sec sure. yeah this makes me so happy does this makes me the the fact so that Mario is number one? Yes, it's number one. the The fact that a three D Mario game about exploring and enjoying an environment can sell nine million, I'm overjoyed. The uh, the I'm best, surprised it beat Zelda. The best selling Mario games on Wii U uh, was New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Yep, and that sold five point seven million units over its lifetime, and Super Mario Three D World also sold five point seven five. They tied pretty much. But Super Mario Odyssey, in only a few months of release, has yeah. almost... It's going to probably sell more than both of them combined after, like, next month. Damiani, or next few months. It might yeah. sell more than 64, dude. Oh, in its lifetime? Probably. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. This is, this is going to be, throughout time, as years go by, this is going to be one of the legendary Mario titles. Oh, yeah. Which is so cool, because here's the thing, is I was just so hurt... Uh, after Galaxy 1 and 2, when New Super Mario Bros. came out and it just did crazy numbers, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we're just going to do this now. This is what people want. This is what sells. We're only going to do New Super Mario from here out. And to uh, see something like this succeed wildly is pretty exciting. Makes me very happy, too. I like both types of Mario games, but I don't... I like this in kind of encouraging them. Like, it's the, the positive, you know, sign uh, of people reacting well to a 3D Mario game on Switch. And it's encouraging for Nintendo. They're like, oh, we should make more of these. They sell well enough. We don't have to worry about making 2D-only ones because they're the, the big sellers. It's, yeah. it's a nice mix. Um, 
Next on the list, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the second best-selling no. Zelda Switch Not game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. It is. It is. It is sold 7.33 million units on Switch. Whoa. Keep, keep in mind these are Switch-only sales. Zelda has a caveat because it doesn't include Wii U sales. So Mario Kart Deluxe has sold 7.33 million million units. Here's what the important thing to take away from this is: the best-selling game on Wii U was Mario Kart 8, and it moved 8.4 million. The Switch re-release is going to surpass the Wii U original sales. Yeah. To anyone out there who's like, that wasn't a very, I don't know, Nintendo. I was a little bit like that, but this statistic right here is like, Nintendo knows what they're doing. This is absolutely the right thing to do. Do it with Super Mario Maker, Nintendo. So you're saying by the end of the Wii U's lifetime, Mario Kart sold more than Smash Bros? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. So uh, Super Smash Bros... For Wii U was the one, two, three, fourth best-selling Wii U game. Oh, with five point three two million. Both new, Mar- both Mario games, New Super Mario U, Super Mario Three D Land, Three D World, sure. and Mario Kart Eight sold better than Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Okay, um, but here's the important thing: uh, <laughs> the only Mario Kart Eight, Mario Kart Eight is the only game that uh, you know sold more than the majority of Switch's life like software to date. Like Mario Odyssey is like the be- Mario Odyssey has outsold anything on Wii U period to date, which is amazing. Yeah. But a lot of Switch's software is inching up to selling, outselling almost all the top ten of Wii U. <laughs> yeah. And none of them are now. So let's keep going down. Like real quick, Switch list. So finally, third place, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild was six point seven million units. Um, and when you combine that with uh, combine that with the the sales of uh, the Wii U version, the Wii U version. This is actually another topic. Breath of the Wild is the second best-selling game in the Zelda series. What's number one? Um, the number one-selling Zelda game of all time, and this is for original release. I have a guess. I have a guess. Oh, yeah, let release. us guess. So guess. Twilight Princess. Correct. I was going to say Twilight Princess. Is it? Yeah. Original release only. Got it. Yeah. So if you count reissues and re-releases, Ocarina of Time blows everything away. Because the 3DS? Uh, no, just all the virtual console, the, the selling on GameCube released, again. Oh, sure. It's been Eight re-released. The, you don't have to include the 3DS version. The standard version of it re-released over and over. It's like in the 11 or 12 million range if you include all that. But Breath of the Wild uh-huh. is, uh, if you combine the sales, it is sold uh, 7.78 million units uh, worldwide. And, and the number one spot is Twilight Princess with Wii and GameCube combined. But it, Breath of the Wild will take the number one spot in the Switch's, like, within the Switch's lifetime. Yeah. I mean, the number one selling Zelda game upon its original release. Like, no reissues, no, nothing like that. Just its first print run, essentially. Just, just so I can frame it in my head a little better, you, you looked at the, the MPDs for all of video games... On the podcast, do you remember how many million like Battlefront or any of those sold? It was like nine or something. MPD doesn't do numbers, uh, sales numbers. Oh, it's for, just for individual games. Yeah, this is Nintendo coming straight for Nintendo. Them. Oh, they like to keep it so we don't know. It. We yeah. don't know how this stacks up to like Assassin's Creed or whatever. Right. Not really. No. Okay. Unfortunately, because I was like, I was like, that seems like a lot. Yeah. Of units, but like it could be like nothing compared to whatever Madden. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, compared to like some of the biggest series, it's not enough, but it's it's huge. It shows that Zelda has selling power because Zelda has always sold oh pretty decently, like multi million seller. But since Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess, it hasn't been like 
approach the upper echelon of like yeah. those bigger titles that sell easily break 10 million every release yeah and that worldwide and that had not been happening for zelda for almost ever <laughs> this doesn't happen and it's it's a big deal because this game probably this game probably has a serious chance of breaking 10 million worldwide on its first run which means zelda is a series that they should you know they're always they always put a lot of effort into it but it's something that they could put even more budget into going forward and see bigger returns on. Yeah, like they could go bigger uh, with the with the production value of that game if they really wanted to. But it's not necessary. I mean, that is just, that's just one small takeaway from what that is. But also reinforces that they made the right decision, in my opinion, made the right decision with Breath of the Wild, the style of game it is. Oh like, yeah, everyone like you're you're definitely going to see more Zelda games like that, as they have said will happen. Um, let's. Round out the rest of the Switch list real quick. Uh, Splatoon 2 is uh, the fourth best-selling game with 4.91 million moved. And if you're just curious about the original Splatoon on Wii U, it also sold 4.91 million units oh. in its lifetime. <laughs> yeah. So Splatoon 2, expect more Splatoon, or at least see Splatoon 2, will be you'll see it being supported for quite yeah. a while because it is that is a big success for them. That is crazy. It's yeah. crazy because what? It's like they're close. They're close to each other, right? In sales, Wii U and Switch. Oh, yeah. And so just that it's getting beaten and matched in in, in, in a year. Software sales is pretty <laughs> nuts, too. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't even been on a year yet, and it's outsold Splatoon 2, which is out for a few years. So I have to assume they are including digital when they report their own numbers. I believe they are. It's everything. And they think, have access to everything. I think the Switch just encourages purchases more than the Wii U did. It's easier. Yeah. And since they've, they've made improvements to the Switch eShop even since the Switch came out. Like, I remember you, oh, yeah. you used to have to put in your credit card every time. And all yeah, that. It's yeah, much yeah. faster to navigate, at yeah. least for me it mm-hmm. is. It's like one or two less steps to get to what I want to get to on the Switch than it was on the Wii U. Uh, ARMS, next one, 1.61 1. million. Whoa, that's so a jump. one, two, three, four, yeah, five, that's a big fall. That's a big old spread six. there. Yeah. Uh, and th- th- we should, important to point out that we're, this is first party. So I don't know where Mario and Rabbids falls in all of this because sure. Nintendo's not reporting those numbers because that's Ubisoft's Man. job to report that. Yeah. So I don't know if any other Switch game I would I suspect Rabbids gets close to these last two. I, I would hope that it's close to I the last two. I suspected. Yeah, it was it moved like around half, around half a million around its like first month or so of release is what I think people were saying it did. So it's been a few months since I love that, that game. I hope that it did uh, well. And in the last uh, the last place, in the most recent of the first-party Switch games, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 shipped uh, 1.06 million, is on pace to be the best-selling Xeno entry of any Xeno gear, any Xeno game. Xeno Gear, Xeno Saga, the original Xenoblade X, it will, it will be the best-selling Xeno game. Wait, hold the phone. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles is in the same universe as Xenogears? So, n- n- that's not... That's a complicated <laughs> answer. <laughs> Let, let's just go with technically not... Um, possibly, but not really. It's it's complicated. And they're all different development teams. Except Monolith... The team at Monolithsoft, the core members of them, have been with the Xeno franchise since, like, Whoa. the beginning. It's, I did not know not this. All, it's not exactly the same. Square Enix has the rights right. to Xeno Gears. Right. Xeno Saga episodes one, two, and three are Bandai Namco's property. And then when Nintendo acquired Monolith Soft, they have Xenoblade Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles X, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Those are Nintendo exclusive properties. Wow. I but just thought it was because Xeno's sounds cool. It is. They're not like <laughs> they're not direct sequels or anything like that. There's like 
familiar elements that carry over. Like It's very familiar to veterans if you play the games in terms of narrative elements. They lent the character Cosmos as one of the loot box rewards in the game, as a, one of the blades, the rare blades yeah. you can get. But there's no real, it's like a cameo. It's not like a sure. story direct connection to any of the Xeno Saga games like that. Do you think that's just because Nintendo and Bandai Namco are tight? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Bandai Namco is developing a bunch of stuff like for Nintendo. Yeah. They helped the Smash Brothers. They, yeah, they, it was definitely like, hey, you know, can we use this? Yeah, sure. We're cool. Yeah, we they're buddies. Okay. Um, S- super quick. Yeah. What's up? Sidebar. I was talking about this with opinion or uh, with a friend of mine the other day. Uh, Xeno Gears would be great for a remake, but where they like <laughs> actually finish Act Three and like yeah, do Act be Three. Speaking of that, <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, it's not on my docket here, but there's been a lot of things getting remade for Xeno Gears except the game remaking the the artwork, remaking the the actual robots, the the Xeno. The oh, they're like doing mar- remaking the soundtrack. Like, Square Enix has been doing a lot of remake stuff for it, except for the game. So, mm. I, I, po- I postulated, you know, what if uh, what Square Enix is, like, reaching out to Nintendo and says, Hey, uh, you got Monolith Soft. What if we were to partner with you to give you the rights to Xenogear's name, but you, you Nintendo, you could publish and have Monolith Soft develop it, and, like, we'll work on a license de- licensing deal and it'll be exclusive to Switch. But you just said that Chronicles 2 is the best-selling Xeno ever. Who cares? Oh, if Xenogears remade would on Switch would be a big deal. Okay. It would, it would that would probably sell more. I think Sony would want it on PlayStation also. Though. Sony has no say in the matter. It's Square Enix's. Oh, Square Enix. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Then, um, yeah no, then. Square Enix wants stuff on Switch. Uh, they're, they're looking for a bridge between the more indie, like 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 titles like Octopath Traveler, Lost Sphere, mm-hmm. and their AAA stuff, which they said technically can, like, f- they got 15 technically running on Switch, but, like, who knows how well that ran. It's, it's never coming bad. out to yeah, Switch. Not, yeah, Let's be realistic great, here. They need something in the middle. A Xenogears remake that they authorized to Nintendo for to have Monolith Soft work on would fill that gap. You know, Square Enix would just be like, just give us some of the money. Just give us a cut. You know, we'll give you whatever resources that we have available to help you, but obviously it's going to be exclusive to your platform and stuff. Like, I'd be down for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, real quick, the end of the Wii U games, just so you can hear what yep. they did. So we talked about Mario Kart 8, Super Mario Brothers, Brothers Wii U, or New Super Mario's Re- New Super Mario Brothers U. There's no Wii U in the title. Which is the one that I hated because of the multiplayer was being really weird. That was probably, you then. That probably that, that one. Where you like poke and you make put the blocks. Yeah, 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 you, you could jump on each bad. other and it yep. was like, oh, oh yeah. God. Super Mario 3D World. The jumping on thing is actually a throwback to the original Mario right. Arcade game. Yeah. Well, so you can jump not... on each other and troll each other. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo Land is right after Smash Brothers and then in, in, in fifth place with 5.19 million units. Oh. Again, that was, yeah. You know what, though? Yeah, I know. I like Nintendo Land. Oh, you do? I do. Uh, I could, There's some good I stuff I could, on I Nintendo couldn't Land. Uh, did you play the Metroid game? Nope. Oh. I, I, oh. Even the Zelda stuff, and it couldn't draw me in. I was like, nope. Oh, yeah, the Zelda game. Yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. Nope. Okay. Wow. So we talked about Splatoon already with 4.91. Super Mario Maker. Yeah, 3.99 million units. Very safe bet that a version of that is coming to Switch please, at some point. Please, New Super Luigi U. 3.02 million units. I can't believe that paid off for them. That paid off. That makes me barf. <laughs> that, <laughs> it was just like the same game, right? With the line crossed through the tunnel. It was a pack-in for a while. They had yeah, Luigi packed yeah. in for a while. Maybe that's what that uh, was. The Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker HD, 2.25 million. And rounding nice. out the top 10, Mario Party 10 with 2.16. Mm. Mm. 
So that's, uh, yeah, that's how that goes. That is how Switch is doing compared to Wii U. So doing very well. Software selling well. I think the question is, is it going to continue into 2018? Uh, so we saw the Mini Direct. We saw they have Labo coming out. Looks like they've got stuff, definitely stuff coming and stuff in the works to keep the momentum going. Yeah. They've got so many just no-brainer re-releases, too. I mean, for me, the biggest one is Mario Maker, but, like, mm. I think that the history has shown that those work, so they could, in, a, in like, a dry spell, they could certainly release one of those, and it would help. Yeah, that Mario Kart 8 did that well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means they shouldn't make a new Smash Bros. They should just re-release I Wii highly U. doubt they will, because yeah. I, I have a feeling Sakurai is working on something else. I don't think they have... I I with my personal guest. Yeah, he's just probably supervising a team at Bandai Namco who's probably doing balance updates. Yeah, and merging the 3D. It's obvious. Probably merging the Wii U and 3DS content to run on Switch and be optimized for Switch. So 3DS stages are updated to look nice graphically on the Switch. Probably gonna throw in a few more characters, through a few new original stages, maybe a new mode mm-hmm. like some kind of subspace emissary or adventure uh, mode for Melee, some kind of story mode. And be like, hey, this is your Smash Brothers for Switch for a while. We'll do seasons. I think they're going to join the seasons club with every other fighting game. Sure. And just do three new characters or four new characters every season or something like that. And balance updates. Like, And give it, let Bandai Namco, who are fighting game specialists, kind of helm that. Yeah, because here's the, here's the thing. Uh, I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold just as well as a brand new Mario Kart game would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it um, like that the, probably like slightly under, but yeah. And so I really do think that in terms of like the the games that didn't sell on Wii U, they just got to keep them coming. And I guess they are. We got Donkey Kong tr- Country. I feel like fighting games don't in. need a brand it. new game as as soon as like other types of series. I think a fighting game has like a good many years under it if it's properly supported. Yeah. And I feel like Smash Brothers, even though it came out in 2013, 2014, 2014, 2014, yeah, 2014 for Wii U. Wow. I, I mean, that's going to be four years ago at the end of the year. I still think if they reissue that again, like, it's better. I, I agree. It's better than making a brand new one because how is it going to be that different from on Switch than it was from Wii U, Wii U? They're not that different of, like, graphically. It's, like, not that big of a jump. Yeah. I don't think people are asking for a huge style change in Smash. You might be able to argue people, like, melee speed more than anything, but... Other than that, it's like there's not huge changes to be made to the game. I feel it's it's balance changes, characters, and stages in general. And uh, yeah, I think they could just have a, a skeleton crew, uh, a Nintendo working with a, a team at Bandai Namco, and just keep supporting it. Yeah, They'll release it sometime this year, maybe. Keep supporting it for this a few fall. Years. Get it out this oh, yeah. fall. Oh yeah, and I, I think, think these re-releases. I don't know if you agree. These re-releases help Nintendo put some resources into brand new game development. Yeah. It's help. It's like kind of alleviating some of that. that well, strain especially on when them. they're like you said, like Mario Kart selling that well. It's yeah. It's like just give us a bunch of money for something we've already done ninety percent of the work on, so that we can finish Metroid. Yeah, absolutely. So all profit, baby. All profit. Nintendo going to the bank. <laughs> Step four. Laughing all the way there. <laughs> profit. Um, save this next one because I realized I added something at the end that includes this next bit of news. So we'll get to it a little bit. Uh, this next thing, uh, Hollow Knight had a recent, uh, yeah. the, the developers oh, yeah. had a recent update. Uh, they announced the DLC, uh, Gods and Glory, a new character, new quest, new boss fights, new game mode, new music, new charms, like a lot of new stuff in there. 
uh, they did show off cam footage of the game running on Switch undocked, running at 60 frames. Oh. And I think they wanted to show it instead of direct feed. They're like, no, it's literally running on a real Switch. Like, mm-hmm. we're not BSing you. So it was pretty cool to see it. It was at the beginning of the game. They just dropped in, started playing it. They said, like, we're hitting, we're finally hitting more of our targets. We're getting really close. They said they were, we're really close to being ready to announce the release date for Switch. And Switch is the next platform it's coming to because it's been PC exclusive for almost a year. So oh, it's not on PlayStation. It's yeah, not on any yeah. PlayStation version. If it happens, it, 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 I don't know if it's confirmed or not. I'm sorry, I don't know this because I didn't look into it. I I think it's happening, but I think it will be happening after the Switch version. It's Switch version is next by itself. Yeah. What, what's funny is uh, on their uh, Kickstarter, the stretch goal was a Wii U version, uh, and mm. I think you know the the years have passed, and it's just like nobody wants them to to fulfill that promise. Oh yeah. You know, it's just just make the switch right. version. It's yeah, probably easier yeah. to make it on Switch too. Yeah, I would suspect. I hope. I think it would be fair to just like update that and call it the same thing, mm-hmm. goal wise. What's funny is uh, I was playing it on my laptop, and my laptop could not run this game. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I still enjoyed it a lot. So okay. even if it's not hitting sixty all the time, I think this game excels in, in enough other areas where like you y'all, won't be too y'all bothered. Y'all need a new laptop. Yeah, I mean it gets it writes. My laptop writes. Uh Okay. Yeah. I think this this was asked on the Lost episode that I lost for, oh, okay. for Friend Code during the, the Lost 2018 episode. Unearthing the Lost episode. Yeah. I asked Ben this question, so I'm going to ask it to you two, especially since you've... Have you played it, Ian? I haven't beaten it, but I played okay. it. Okay. You, you've I'm, played it, Kyle. Right now, yeah. I'm waiting for the Switch version. So this is a good question to ask both of you. Um, do you think it is fair to say... Or do you, do you feel this is fair period, not to say. this fair statement that... Hollow Knight is going to probably get its biggest surge of popularity when the Switch version comes out. Yes. Yeah. And is that really fair to developers who had this game ready to go last year on PC? Like, how, how do you feel about that? Like, it takes it to come out on Switch for it to finally get enough attention. Like, like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just waiting for the Switch version. When you have, I know Kyle's laptop, you know, notwithstanding, <laughs> it's like... You, most PCs could run like that game easily. You can yeah. go play it right now. I mean, I own it on my PC, yeah. and I'm just gonna wait and play it on like, Switch. Does that make you feel any kind of like sympathy or like any kind of like negativity towards like consumers that they're not rewarding this game that like everyone's saying it, that's played it? This is pretty good. You should try it. I'm specifically waiting for the Switch version. It's like and it's over. Like gonna be like a year later. If anything, I'd say that's good. Okay. I'm just curious. Like, I'm wondering. Uh, I I guess I wish I had the developers here to ask them. Like, do you yeah. feel okay with that? That people are just like writing it off till they can play it on Switch. Like, or do they have the luxury? I know it's it was a, a Kickstarter. It's so. a scary thing yeah. by way of like profit projection, like kind of stuff, like budgeting wise, because you're you're putting all this time and energy and money into something on spec. Like, you hope it's gonna sell well on the Switch, you know, and you wish that more people had bought it on the PC to shore up the production but on the other hand like for every person that's got a switch that doesn't buy it on the pc that's a sale that you've got on the switch yeah possibly and uh, damiani another thing about this game in particular is that uh the release has been it's been kind of like a slow rollout they've just been adding more and adding more and adding more dlc and things like that and so it's not even like you know you mentioned i'm sorry what's it called gods and something gods and glory gods and glory Uh, you know the game will be complete once Gods and Glory is added to it. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, anybody could say, wait, I'm going to wait and feel justified. And so I don't think All the right. developers even I care. See, see I think they know this is a game in progress, and they, they're totally 
There it was is just... officially released though on PC, right? These are DLCs. Or yes. Is it still yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. They're calling this a DLC because it yeah. was early access for a while, wasn't it? Or I was think it so. I'm, I'm not actually sure how I'm it was sure. released as it went. Yeah. But yeah. I guess the only like perspective I can see being slightly agitated is the PC gamer who person who likes games on PC and then sees like a game that's critically acclaimed and then like, oh, it's going to take the Switch version for people to get to know. I see a lot of times PC gamers getting annoyed that it takes a console release of a game that's been on their platform forever to finally like get... Like Kinda Monster like, Hunter fans. Yeah. Just, like old school Monster Hunter fans who are new, mad about all the new Monster Hunter fans. That's uh, a very strange wait, mindset Hunter? to me. Yeah. Because Monster Hunter World is like the big broad game and everyone's just like, oh, oh now you like Monster Hunter. Not literally on PC Hunter. yet, but like okay, the analogy. Okay, now you like it. And yeah. so the PC people are like, oh, now you like Hollow Knight. Right. We've I, been playing Hollow Knight for 12 months. Like, I, I, I do see like the, the kind of like... The smugness of that, it's smug, but at the same time, I also see like petty, yeah. Ma- yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> the petty, but I can see an angle of it of like people like why are people writing this off? Like I like what if you truly don't care if you play on other platforms, but I can your see impression it. is like you're writing off PC. Like it's available here; it's a great great flat platform. You can play Hollow Knight right now on PC, but you're like if you're dismiss. I guess people are dismissive of PC. Like I just want to play it on a console because it's a console. No, no, like forget the DLC part of it. Imagine there was no DLC come out. There are plenty of games that come out pretty much the same as their PC counterpart later on a console, and people just I just wanted to play it on a console, like because there's myths around like oh the PC version is more complicated, it's more of a hassle. It's like it's on Steam. It's it's four times the cost I mean, to buy a PC than a Switch. I mean that's true, but then again, like Switch versions of stuff, especially physical releases, cost more than any version sometimes, especially yeah. for like indie games. They have like the they're calling it the Nintendo tax and stuff because the cartridge, especially for physical release, the cartridge costs more. Like adds another ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, would I would say like yeah, besides some kind of like Cassandra syndrome where like you feel bad because no one believes you, like who cares? Like be happy that people love the thing you love. Yeah. Like All settle right. down. It's fine. I'm pretty much. I'm. I'm. To be clear, I'm like that. What you just said is my stance. I just saw a lot of people approaching me on on social media saying can you like ask about why people are only going to give hollow knight a chance on switch and they're ignoring it on P- it seems like there are a decent amount of pc gamers who get upset about this here's so my just, thing I wanted like to bring it up just to sure. at least point out that angle like for, I, I don't necessarily agree with it for me like i sat in my computer chair and i played hollow knight with my ps4 controller hooked up with a usb cable to my to my you know windows machine and like it ran great everything's great but you know I don't know. Like for a for me in my mind, a platformer like that, I would just prefer to be playing it on my couch. It's just like a body mind feel thing. Not to say that that's the correct way to do it, you know. But there's just something about it. So like when when I caught wind of this the existence of this version because I did intend to go back and finish it on my PC, I was like, oh cool, I can play this at the airport. I'll just wait there and get go. it there. Yeah. Like. It's just it's I have more options with the Switch. That's probably like And like for the my PlayStation point. I can play it on a projector. Like so it's just like if I have the choice, you know, and oh, it's yeah. not like Stellaris, I'll play it on a console. For a game like this is going to probably be a parody for the P, like PC yeah. version for this. It's not that graphically intensive. It's going to run I'm assuming it's going to run very well on Switch. 
like virtually no difference. They might yeah. have to tone down Ian, like the yeah, anti-aliasing. Ian's point's stuff. perfect. Like for, for the Switch version, you can you can take the game and go like this. You can play it however you want and take it on the go. Like that's the whole big thing about Switch is the portability, the mobility of it. I think that's why people are preferring even for like games like Doom, like that were had to compromise their graphical fidelity just to run on it. People still adopted that game. Rocket League as well. They adopted those games initially because they just want to play them on the go. Like that—that yeah. that is a big draw for the Switch. It's not—it's not a fad. It's like well, and also th- for me, like there's nothing lost going to, on a console with Hollow Knight. Like playing it on the Switch, I'm not losing anything. I'm not losing any like keyboard and mouse like specificity. Whereas with Doom, for me, I would much rather play that with a mouse sure. than on a Switch. You know, like Makes personally. Sense. So it's just it's a game by game thing for me. Gonna get, I want, gonna yeah, get Dark Souls on that Switch though. Oh yeah, just for the, just for the Dark shits Souls. and you're, gigs. You're getting that Dark Souls just for the hell of it. Okay, just to say that I'm playing, playing it on Switch on Switch <laughs> in the park or it's, whatever. It's a moment. You just want to have that. It's moment. a moment. Yeah. Like yeah. I probably won't like beat it again, maybe, but I'll just have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just feel good. I'll look at it. Yeah. Level up. Yeah, I agree with that. I, can, I see that happening. Spin around in circles for a while in the Firelink Shrine and then go do something else. <laughs> Good stuff. Just need that motion control. You can just do praise the sound of motion controls. With the Joy-Cons? Yep. That's the only thing motion control yeah, does in the entire game. That'd be pretty it's, cool. It's Easter egg. It's the only one that's going to do it. Try Dude, it out. if we get that and the, the silver pendant amiibo that does nothing... <laughs> Those two things, it'd be so good. I, will I, was, I was actually just thinking about like an amiibo that like if you drop Mario into the game, it just kills you. <laughs> you just drop yeah, down. Yeah, amiibos like, penalize you in that yeah, game. Yeah. Every single one. It halves your health yeah, it's like forever. Like cool enemies in there that you yeah. never see that like or it's yeah. impossible to kill. Oh. <laughs> amiibo adding enemies from other games would be really funny. I, w- I would love to see that. Like uh, these nasty looking Goombas, like <laughs> waddle over, like meh, like oh. the mushroom enemies. Well, that's pretty cool. It's like, how do you kill them? And it's like super gory when you kill you them. You have to yeah. jump on them somehow. Oh man. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, Ooh. One, I wanted to talk about like Hollow Knight. It was originally sure. in the 2018 preview issue uh, episode. Good excuse because the, the the developers talked about it again. Last uh, step. This next one, uh, some uh, some positive news. Someone at Nintendo is being recognized. Uh, uh, Genyo uh, Takeda is being recognized with the, receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Takeda's work, I have a list of stuff here for noteworthy achievements while at Nintendo. Um, as the director and general manager of the Integrated Research and Development Division and representative director and senior managing director Takeda was responsible for creating the Wii system. Oh. The key figure behind the Wii. That's probably the most recent thing that people actually remember. Takeda is credited for his team's development of the battery-backed-up memory system used in the NES cartridges, most famously first used in the original Legend of Zelda. That's how they got around, because the original Legend of Zelda in Japan was released on the Famicom disc system, Mm. and it had read-write abilities so it could save... That had a save feature already built in that way with the system. When the NES came out, it had no read-write feature like that. This was the solution they got around. Because if they didn't figure this out, it was never coming out here. That's so funny. I I guess I just always assumed somebody at Nintendo of America had to figure out that workaround. Nope. That's cool. Uh, It was for both the North American and European versions of The Legend of Zelda. Uh, Takeda and his team are also credited with the invention of the analog... uh, 
analog stick for the Nintendo 64 controller, a style that has since been replicated by Microsoft and Sony on their respective systems. This is from the press release. <laughs> well, okay, that's funny. It's funny. Yeah, Was yeah. that the first analog stick? Wow. Yeah. Uh, like that. Cool. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, like Atari and, yeah. had the joystick, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, joystick, yeah. but actual controller yeah. with the stick as a part of it. Yeah, where it wasn't the biggest emphasis of the controller. It has would a say. flat head you can put yeah. your thumb on. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Um, and the last thing, uh, he, he is responsible for uh, the creation of uh, uh, pretty much Punch Out and the Punch Out series, as well as a bunch of uh, different uh, sports games for the NES, uh, pro wrestling. NES Pro Action Football and Ice Hockey, a game I played a lot of when yeah, it's a cool game. I was a little kid. Um, oh, also uh, worked with uh, a team, uh, a company called Connexent to create the broadband uh, modem for uh, the GameCube for first online games and uh, for land stuff. It's like Fantasy Star Online on GameCube. I think that was it, dude. What? I think that is the only GameCube online game. Fantasy Star? Yeah. <laughs> Thought there was one more. There might be one more, but I think Fantasy Star's a big one. Yeah, like, that's the one everyone goes to. I mean, people eventually modded it to use, like play Mario Kart Double Dash online and all sorts that's of cool. cool things. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff here. Being recognized for Lifetime Achievement Award. That's uh. It's cool to see someone being yeah. recognized for. I mean, those are like big advancements and achievements, oh, yeah. but like. It often feels like stuff like that, achievements like that, get swept under the rug, and that you don't get appreciated. Like, because you didn't like invent Zelda, so you're not like the big flashy yep. guy. You're the guy who made the analog stick, and everyone's like, "Hey, yeah, thanks, guy. See you later." You know, so it's cool that they're honoring him for that. Yeah, really, yeah, like really cool. They made these like more peripheral type stuff. The majority of the of these technical achievements, and Punch Out as well, like the series, yeah. like that. That's him. That, like even up to the Wii release and being. Like the key figure behind the Wii, like that—that's huge. It was like that's one big, of Nintendo's yeah. most successful systems. Yes, and uh, and it like changed the industry. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole—he was the <laughs> one who said the 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 graphical arms race was pretty much like pointless for Nintendo. The the, the their philosophy was that we we gotta stop. We can't keep doing this. All gimmicks, we, baby. We gotta figure out a different <laughs> way, basically, to t- like tackle our competition. Yeah, we're not gonna win. The, the this isn't the right approach. They argue that it's actually diminishing returns in visual fidelity. That eventually, it's just not going to be enough. Like it's not enough to set you apart from your competitors. So uh, he, he thought of a way to punch out oh, the, com- the competition. Yeah. Punch yeah. out the competition from uh, <laughs> from hardware design aspect uh, uh, perspective. Uh, I love the Wii. I think it's a, it's a really well designed little box. Uh, I love the blue light. I love the stand optionally. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a really oh, yeah, nice the looking machine. Light that in- basically spoke to you it told you what your system was it's in the middle of an update if it's flashing or yeah. oh that stuff was cool yeah i was the first one to do it because gamecube didn't do anything like that <laughs> it was just a cube lame, just a boring orange lame. light that was always on such a boring box you, you, you <laughs> had to make it a cube with the game boy player it wasn't even a cube at first false just a, right, just a box um game box they took over after uh satoru wada's death they were the one who was the interim uh head of nintendo uh, for that short period of time really? before they, yeah, it was Takeda. Yeah, oh, wow. that's who stepped in temporarily in the in, in, like very briefly. Huh. Yeah. At least that's what it says on here. Cool. I was I double checked. I thought that was right, but it's, just making sure. I mean, yeah. if it says it on there. It says it on there and stuff. But yeah, props like that. That's 
lot of unsung. That's not a household name to a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like so it's nice that they do these lifetime achievements, and it's good to like take a moment and see like the, the accolades that they're getting because of their what they contributed to Nintendo. Like those are pretty important things. You add them all together. Zian said like, yeah, it didn't make Zelda. He made the battery backup. So that you could play Zelda, right? Yeah. Another Otherwise, you wouldn't you wouldn't have played Zelda, probably, or at least it would have taken a lot longer for it to come out. So, an unsung know. hero. Yes, good way to put it. So that will be at the AIAS. Uh, uh, they, they handle the Dice Awards. Cool. Dice is AIAS. Jeez. They used to do like the game of the year. Like I remember Goldeneye getting like the AIAS 1997 game of the year. They had like the little globe logo with They'd it. They put that on a box. That was like a yeah, that was a big deal. Ooh. That was like the big award, like the Academy Awards basically thing was that. But then GDC started doing their own awards as well. And then there's like you know Jeff Keighley does awards now. Then so there's like, like IGN. There's just too many awards now. Easy Allies Easy was Allies awards. awards. Like we're on a lot of boxes. Yeah. Best thing you got in a loot box. Yeah. <laughs> big stuff. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, apparently there's a version of Battlefront 2 box that has that on there. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. yeah. The big news. The big three pieces of news Uh-oh. from the past week. They all came out on the same day. It was basically Nintendo held a direct without a direct. Their Twitter account was the direct so they yeah. for that day. They held an indirect. They had Yeah, nice. they indirect Dummy with idea. direct messaging. <laughs> <laughs> indirect. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's good. Uh, the first one. Print it. Illumination and Nintendo announce the Mario movie is happening. Had been like in the works, like the, the, the negotiations had been going on. At one point, there's like, hey, Nintendo agrees to license it, but it's been formally announced. If Leguizamo's not in it, I riot. It, the project will be produced by Chris uh, Melodondri, founder and CEO of Illumination, and Shigeru Miyamoto, representative director and fellow of Nintendo. Um, oh, so it's animated. Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's basically the Minions team. Illumination. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, That's the, Minions, the, the yeah. uh, uh, Chris uh, Melandondri, also producer on Ice Age. Um, almost a lot of their core, their the uh, Illumination's films are yeah. And then previous works. What about works. Sing? What? What about Sing? I'm not sure. <laughs> is it? Yes. yes. Okay, Kyle's yes. Kyle's yes. <laughs> Kyle's saying yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. And the film will be co-financed by Universal Pictures. So oh, we're going back. Wow. So because they've got that Nintendo Land. Thing. Yeah, yeah. This is a big thing, and this is like harkening back to like the '90s. Universal was the one who took the lead for the original Mario live-action film, which is awesome. Everybody, <laughs> shut up! It's a great <laughs> that movie comedy. rules. That is a good comedy movie. It's a good trust the fungus. Good film to watch with a bunch of friends. Yeah, so it's a group movie. But this new one, uh, it's obviously, could be animated. So, I'm curious what your thoughts are about an animated, big-budget Hollywood Mario film being, like, the first big film in the West from Nintendo. They've obviously done their own internal films. They did the Animal Crossing. Uh, I don't know if they have any involvement with Level 5 with the Laden films or if that was... They had no involvement. But the Animal Crossing film. Sure. They had and, uh, the Pikmin shorts that they did that one time. Great shorts. Yeah. They, they, they And in Pokemon stuff, they've also, like... Do they have any involvement with the Pokemon company? Barely any. Barely any? Okay. For those it's, movies? Basically, it's Animal yeah. Crossing. But that Animal Crossing animation was pretty good. Like, uh, here's my concern. Okay. So, Illumination has proven they can have a movie where the main character doesn't speak, as seen in the film Minions. If Mario doesn't speak, he will need a supporting cast. 
of speaking characters. Mm-hmm. So you think he won't speak? I think he won't speak. I think he will. I think oh. they'll pay that guy to make him speak. Charles? Yeah. I don't know if they'll go Charles, Yeah, they though. probably won't go. They'll probably won't. have him audition. They'll yeah. probably have to audition. Because it's not going to be up to... You know, Miyamoto's a producer. He probably has some sway. The director of the film is probably like, I want to audition people. If yeah. we're having Mario's like, you got to see my boy. Well, look at this guy. Yeah. He's like, hello. He's been doing Mario for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. If, if that's the case, like I want gruff Italian Mario. It'll be gr- gruff Italian Mario. Yeah. Like, gruff? hey, what's going on here? Like <laughs> Lou Albano from the, like the live action Yeah, I'm going to stomp some Goombas. Oh my gosh. You freaking Goomba. Yeah, that's what I want. So the voice, you can't I, I don't Bob know about Hoskins. that. I think the problem, I don't know. How well Charles Marinette can do like full via like voice dialogue for Mario, like full sentences, paragraphs of dialogue. You've heard him, you know. He does videos. He does like things at E3. Yeah, you've, but you've heard him talk a lot as Mario. Yeah, but that's that's kind of like this on the spot improv, which is great. Yeah. But when they're asking, I need Mario to sound like this now. I'm sure he's probably like gonna be like the lead, one of the lead people for that role. Yeah. And also because it's animated, it's great. It means perfect. He doesn't have to. No one has to look like the role. That's it's gonna be perfect. I would not be shocked if he gets it, but I also will not be surprised if they audition other people. And news comes out that like, oh look, Danny DeVito is auditioning as like Mario or something like you know, who, who knows? I do think I think the minions have more range than Mario, uh, even as speaking Mario with Charles Martinet doing the voice. Who? So who? We got the cast people here. Okay. We got that Bowser. Sure. Bowser's an important role. Yes. And it, who talks? Who talks like that, dude? Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, that's Lawrence a good Bowser. Lawrence Fishburne is Bowser. Okay. I mean, is is Charles going to do both Mario and Luigi? I mean, he does so many and of the Wario. characters. Yeah. So any of the yeah any Mario Wario Luigi Waluigi Willem Dafoe William Dafoe. Yes. It sounds just like William Dafoe. It is no yes. no, no Waluigi uh, effect. No, it's just like yeah. serious. He's talk. just a total creep. Yeah. yeah. Who's who's doing Toad? How are you doing, Mario? Uh, Toad. Toad. Hi. Toad's not in the movie. Toad's yeah, not in the probably movie. doesn't make the okay. Cut. But Charisse Theron, if he if he is. Okay. Oh, she would kill it. Uh, Peach slash Toadstool. Slash Toadstool. I don't know what name they're. They better go. They're probably gonna go with Peach, but who knows? You never know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a thing that's relevant to this conversation. That's why I'm looking at my phone. Well, Ian is not to? being rude. I'll keep. Oh, yeah, I'll keep listening. I'll keep listening. Listing characters and we'll treat so peach peach is uh who's hot right now jennifer lawrence jennifer lawrence would she do peach they could ask her okay i mean i don't know if they could get her she's doing red sparrow i just think i think she She would deliver a performance with some cynicism behind it you know i don't know if lawrence could get all the way into Peach. too much vocal fry for peach yeah yeah, I don't know, Damiani. We need a sweetheart, you know? Jennifer Tilly, is she still around? Yes, let's get Tilly. Jennifer Tilly? Can okay. we get Katy Perry? Oh. Katy Perry. Yeah, I want Katy Perry for Katy Peach. Perry. It's a big ask. Yep. It's a very big ask. Well, then you're going to get Justin Timberlake, and he's just going to find a way in there. Let's get him in. He's Toad. He's very talented. He's Toad, he's yeah. Toad, toad yeah. sings now. Yep. Oh. I was thinking also maybe uh, get some old timers. Uh, George Clooney Bowser. George Whoa, Clooney Bowser. Yeah. He can be Wario. Give me Wario, yeah. yeah. Give me Wario. Definitely could be Wario. Because Lawrence Fishburne is Wario. What uh? What do you think? I like speculating about this. What do you think the plot's gonna be? Do you think I'm leaned? This is gonna be a comedy. Yeah. I think it's gonna have some funny yeah. moments in it. Is it gonna be? Are they gonna go with some kind of like 
breaking the fourth wall. Like they're all working together because something went wrong, weird in the Mushroom Kingdom. Like almost like Mario and Rabbit style. Like the yeah, weird elements are thrown ooh. together. It's not traditional. I do. I think the easy way to write that script is a fish out of water thing where Mario mm-hmm. leaves his world. And so like it's like, how does Mario handle our world? It's like, Mario, leave my dog alone. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, don't jump on that, Mario. I really hope that's not it. And I really hope the minions don't show up. Because then that's basically just Mario plus There's going to be that moment with Toad and a minion high-fiving each oh, other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's the, that's a really important question is what what's their target age? Because if they're going at the minions, oh, kids. Yeah, all ages. This they're selling no approach. They're all going ages. for merch. They're going to merch. merchandise. Yeah. This is, this is going to be the first. I think Fish Out of Water can work, but I think it's also pivotal uh, because they have to establish this because I think they're going to make this a series. This is There's a potential to be a huge franchise, movie franchise, yeah. with lots of sequels if it does well enough. So I wonder if they're going to establish some like cornerstone stuff as well. I don't know how far or how, how fish out of watery they could go with this. I definitely see it approach, approaching that level, mm-hmm. but I think they have to be like, okay, Bowser's the bad guy. Even though he's having some comedy moments, I don't think he's going to get like too buddy-buddy with the group. I feel like th- they might make him... I would not be surprised if he is the main antagonist in the film. Yeah. Like, it seems like, oh, we're also used to that. It's like, eh, that's so predictable. But they're like, oh, yeah, we're introducing this to a new audience. It's bo- both classic fans and new fans alike. We want to. We want everyone to enjoy this film. So I'm wondering if they go more traditional with this one and then try, you know, fish out of water. Or if they're just going to go with that and like, no. We're gonna have a huge crossover here with minions and all the no, universal no, no. I property. I don't, mean, I don't mean crossing over I don't the minions. Think crossing over minions. I just I don't think Mario's gonna speak. Really, I don't. Okay. Uh, and wow. so I think that they're just gonna need him to bounce off somebody funny. Uh, and so like he's just gonna be in somebody's hmm. world or something like that. That is my best guess, Damiani. Who will be the new character? Like the new object? Like the the hook character to bring newcomers into the world. Like, oh, like the audience new, can relate to them. Like a new Muppet, like <laughs> yeah. Cappy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Who will be that? Like, it will be, yeah, it will be a hat. Will they bring Cappy or they I just do something else? I was thinking about that. I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be kind of cool if they kind of just picked it up where the games are now, like in the Odyssey kind of universe. I doubt they'll do that. I think they're going to go back to basics. Like you said, which kind of sucks. I mean, I'm, I guarantee they're going to, like, subvert the expectations on, like, the damsel in distress thing. At least yes. I hope they do. Yes. Mario's daughter. Dad? Whoa. So him and Peach oh. are married. No. Oh. It's, yeah, it's not Illegitimate. Peach. Yeah, that is no. that is not Peach's daughter. Yeah. His bastard, unexplained not. bastard daughter. Yeah. Be yeah. like Goku's son. Like, she's knocking on the door. Hello? Who, who's, who's, Go, who's Gohan's like, father? Dad? Gohan. What? Who's Gohan's father? Goku, what? No. Oh, you mean like Piccolo? Yeah, Got yeah. you. So, so Mario's daughter was raised by Birdo or something? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Uncle Luigi, can I have the credit card? There, yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, There's yeah. a new Mario this time. It's like, ooh, you never new heard colors. Like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Or their sister shows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a, a female go. on there par with with Mario and Luigi. Like, yeah, yeah, that would that that's a no-brainer. Here's important: she has to have the exact same overalls. If she's oh wearing yeah, a skirt. Yeah. I'm out. That's Show right. overalls. Very yeah. true. Okay. All right. I'm down with that. But like a sports bra underneath? She's like an L.A. Sure. girl? Yeah, but I want her to be as old as Mario and Luigi. I want her to have sure. an equivalent to a mustache, which is what? I guess long hair? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I would say okay, short hair, if anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, uh, yeah. We could go at this for a long time, but hey, <laughs> who knows? It could be good. 
Yep. She has a mustache tattoo on her finger that she goes like this sometimes. Okay. She thinks it's funny, but everyone else is like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important for her, not all of her jokes to land. Mm-hmm. Will there be a video game it. adaptation of the movie version coming to Switch? Yes. And will yes. be made by Nintendo? Yes. And if you play your Switch in the theater, there's like a sound that starts at the beginning of the movie that syncs it to the Switch in your hands but so you, you gotta can, like, place interact. your amiibo on it oh yeah your special you, you movie scan... edition amiibo no, 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 the... <laughs> your, your bucket of popcorn yeah the the, the, the popcorn or the movie ticket hey, itself the is an amiibo was the first stop <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. this is the special <laughs> special popcorn bucket hey, those vendors will sell out immediately oh all the yeah fans will oh. rush to buy all that popcorn it'd be a so nightmare just like... <laughs> getting water condensation all over your switch <laughs> ah why isn't it working <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Milk duds would be like a safer bet. Okay. Ooh, let's move on. <laughs> In the, From the Twitter account, again, same day, more news. Yeah. Nintendo announced that Mario Kart Tour is coming to mobile devices by March 2019. In this f- fiscal year, by the end of fiscal year, 2018. What is Mario Kart Tour? It is the fifth, well, it is newest Mario Kart that will be on Mobile devices like your smartphone. It is the newest Mario Kart? It will be the newest Mario Kart. It, no way. It will. No. It will. No. And that's all we know about it. We don't know anything else about it. There's but- a there's a strange parody there between Animal Crossing Camp and World Tour or Kart Tour where it's like on-the-go versions of games that they might later release that will theoretically have linking. Oh, yeah? There's what, a trend this, here, Damian. What, what's funny about it is it sounds like the Mario Kart game I dream of where you're doing like rally races. Oh, yeah? And the, it's Tell not about Kyle. laps. Tell me about this. I want to hear about this. So we're traveling across the Mushroom Kingdom. We're taking a tour. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Is it like courses based on them or like it's just like, like a rally tour? We're going like through all of them at once. Yeah. Okay. Rally tour. All right. The environments change as you go to different areas. You go to like Sherbet Land and it's like, whoa, this is like cold and stuff. Penguins on the sides and stuff. And then he kind of warms up and you go through like the desert. Yeah. And I what? guess the way you monetize it is is gasoline. Um, basically, you run out of gas and then you can pay to get more another tank of gas or you can wait a wait, few days for real? the gas to come down. Kyle's just this is my guess. Because yeah. oh. so it will you, have monetization, you, so right? I think just car like... Parts? Customization. Oh, stuff. we can gotcha the, with the car parts. Yeah. Gotcha yeah. the parts and yep. the characters yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Gas has been one the that's been used crazy. to varying extents in free to play game. Oh, usually, I don't think they would do it. Like, I don't, that's, anger, it that's too evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. it angers people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see some kind of overall stamina system that's like. Oh yeah. They would just word it a different way. It's like you just gotta wait a little. You gotta wait in the engine, the garage shop a little bit before overheat. You've overheated. Yeah, you gotta go make a pit stop. But they would frame it as like a health thing, where Mm -hmm. it's like you've been playing for a long time. But Damiani, it's just really hard for me to imagine playing Mario Kart on a phone. Uh, Fire Emblem, I got. Animal Crossing, I got. But like the idea of Mario Kart, expand your mind, Kyle. Do they? So here's my question: Do they kind of simplify it a bit? Where I, I think of some, they could literally do because they did the auto steering and auto accelerate in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Do they do a mode that's just like auto, it just drives? You just gotta like maybe tap the uh, item button to use an item at the right time. Yeah. Or will it be just like lanes? Like you yeah. just go straight in lane and just mm-hmm. tap right to move right a lane. Yeah. Or tap left and on a turn maybe just get a hold an icon to do, like, the, the turbo, the power slide and instead. And then it. let go. Like, yeah. you don't actually steer. I super don't think that they would do that. Like, uh-huh. the con- the 3D controls in Animal Crossing Pocket Camp are surprisingly decent. 
So I think like we're there. I think you just steer with your, you hold it sideways, I think, and you steer, you know, just like a phone game. There are racing games on the phone that work okay. Okay. Uh, I, I can see them doing, I can see them offering an option for both. Yeah, they'll can, have like, yeah, they'll have kid mode or like easy mode or whatever, but. I, I just don't know if I would prefer controlling, like if it was like presented as a traditional Mario Kart, like racer. Yeah. And everything, the same controls and everything, but touch the screen, like for me. I think it'll be somewhere I, between. Pro- yeah, it has, I think it'll it has be to compromise. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think it'll be a little bit different. It'll be stylized to work better on mobile phones. All the games they've made so far, actually, I'm, yeah, have worked uh, uh, tall-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vertically. Did oh. run? Did run? Yeah, I think so. This could be. Am I crazy? I don't remember run. Which one? I think Run is a Mario vertical. Run. So it's vertical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah, not yeah. horizontal. So yeah. this, Weird. this will definitely be vertical then. Well, I, mean, I bet it is. Yeah. Which I guess you can see more of the road. The lane switcher. Yeah, it's, it's a, lane a lane switcher. switcher. Yeah. That's weird. This will be. The, you mentioned all the games. This is going to be the fifth mobile effort, official mobile effort, Nintendo, mm-hmm. following Super Mario Run, yeah. uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and sadly, Mitomo, which will be. Closing down on May 9th. I thought it already had. You don't have to go home, but you can't <laughs> stay. And that here. was the earlier bit of news I skipped over for this to save for this segment because I rolled yeah. them into one. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo announces the end of Mitomo completely shutting down on May 9th this year. Um, they have the exact time and everything. All <laughs> the in game currency and stuff. Like basically, it's, everything's just to be open pretty much. Like no more in game purchases. You, you just get everything in game for free basically. You can earn it, but you don't yeah. have to pay for it anymore. Just until it shuts down, and I guess there'll be refunds on stuff if you don't if you didn't spend it in time or something. Do you think we'll uh, see another me game on no, the Switch? I think no. me's have been phased out. I think yeah. me is. I think me is from the last generation. It's they're moving away. I think the last 3DS game, the me fantasy game, really bombed. Oh yeah, the one that came out last year. I I, I think it's over. I think the simple like avatar icons is the way to go. Like place how PlayStation Network handles it. Like, uh, do they even still have uh, yeah. avatars on Xbox? On on the Switch, my icon is a me, and they're coming back. Avatars are coming back to the Xbox. I mean, okay. Uh, they're working uh, to bring them back, baby. Okay. <laughs> I think that's going to be a misfire. But It might be. But Nintendo, you still have images of me, static images, but it's not like yeah. a 3D model that you, like, dress and stuff. I think that has passed. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I think that, that, that craze has kind of passed. So, yeah, we'll probably learn more about Mario Kart in sometime between now and March of next year. Do you think that'll be the last Mario... Do you think the Switch will have a new Mario Kart game in its lifetime? Yes. Yes. Because they already said that they Nintendo said that they're actually viewing the Switch as a, a different from previous systems. That they don't think it's going to be a traditional five six year lifespan. It'll be shorter. No longer. Oh. Oh. Which I mean, there probably will be <laughs> oh. like a, a revision in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, for sure. But like, it's yeah. still gonna, they're all going to be called Switches. I will just call it like Switch Lite, Switch, Switch Blade, Pro, like okay. yeah, Switch Blade, stuff like that. I, I, I Thinner think with a mobile device, a hybrid device. Sorry, but. It, with the emphasis on mobile, I think it'll be easier for them to, to, to do that. Or consumers will be more uh, willing to accept that from a device they largely view as mobile. Um, yeah, we'll see. The, uh, so that now makes like almost every major franchise except for... I mean, there's several that haven't. But like of the big ones, it's like, hey, um, they haven't done a Zelda mobile yet. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's never... You don't have to do that. No in, micros. You don't have to do that, Nintendo. Yeah. I don't need a, a Zelda gotcha game. Last gotcha. bit, what? I just said gotcha. 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 Um, Kill Bill. Last bit of news. Before I do that, just want to double check something. I thought I had a question here. By the um, way, how are we going to watch Kill Bill ever again, knowing Uma Thurman almost died? 
Yeah. We won't. Yeah. That's. I haven't watched it since I watched it. I haven't so. watched it. Okay. Yeah. That. That. It's easy to not do things, you know. Generally, <laughs> you're right. So you watched. <laughs> How a, hard is it to not watch it kill? How hard is it to not do a thing? Memory. You, you remember <laughs> it, like Sephiroth said, or Cloud said to Sephiroth, "Stay where you belong in my memories and have been children." <laughs> Didn't expect you to quote Advent Children, Donnie. Good quote. Well done, yeah. Last, last bit of news here. Okay. Um, and we got a our first Patrons Pulse question is also related to this, which we'll all start with. Switch Online is finally coming September 2018. This is also announced on Twitter yeah. the same day as the Mario movie and Mario Kart so Tour. what is this? Nothing changes, but it so costs us money? this is yeah. the stuff we've all known about that they've talked about that's coming. It's the... The free online service that's in the trial period is what it officially is right now. Will be ending in September of this year. Online functionality for games will become part of the paid service. So like Splatoon 2, existing games, you'll have to pay Poking. to go online. Arms. Yep. And, and games going forward. Huh. But this also supposedly involves their... Uh, subscription service of like you get like a free oh, classic right. game yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. but i have a feeling that's that's they've probably been working on that we still need more details we know how the 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 pricing at least the old pricing the pricing could change we have no idea yeah they announced a pricing model earlier and that's what everyone's going off of there's like a yearly 20 dollar one there's like monthly ones i think as cheap as four dollars or something a month so it's way cheaper than xbox live or playstation plus it better be but at the same time, it's like, what else is it offering? We, we, we supposedly get a free game or something, a classic game? We'll have to see. So more details to come. That's, that, that, that we just know that there's now a ticking clock to yes. one people to pay, and which is a good thing because that brings up our first patron's pulse question Let's do it. from Mike Hook. Hi, hey, Damiani and crew. I believe that Nintendo announcing their online service starting in September is way too late in the console's lifespan. Yes. Switch players will have had 18 months of free online gaming by the time this rolls out. It's going to be jarring for us Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 players who play these games frequently to now be told that we have to pay up to continue playing. Now Nintendo is playing us with power. <laughs> well done, Mike. <laughs> well done there. So, that's, yeah. That's true. Like I, I'll ex- I would expect a, a dip in, in online playership you can't do it this i agree that you can't do it this late in the life i bet sony for the ps3 wanted to and they just knew they couldn't and that's why when the ps4 started they're like okay you pay for online now and so like it is too late i do think it's too late i i would be great to see i agree it's a little crummy to do like make people have waited 18 months after playing free yeah i could see Nintendo making an exception for existing games, like older enough uh, games. So like Splatoon uh, 2 and Mario Kart, 2017 yeah, games, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. games released before yeah, like a this. certain date I like that. will be free to play forever. Yeah, you that will would be... not require the paid service. They That's will just good. set them to be go play them. Because yeah. that paid online service will pretty much kill yeah. Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart 8 online by that point. Yeah. Like whatever's left, it'll be dead. I could also see Nintendo not thinking to do that. <laughs> Yeah, they you know they just be like too bad you know who's they really, did who's really playing online at this point. They Five did announce people. that. That's their attitude. Yeah. They did announce this when the Switch came out. They're like someday you'll have to pay for this. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, they said like I think they had Splatoon two in the early summer and then said by the fall. By the way, by the fall, no, not free anymore. And then the fall came around. They're like okay, 2018, not free anymore. And now it's fall of 2018. They might just keep. Rolling it back. Also, yeah. like it's yeah, really, it's, we- it's really weird. Like, 
Yeah, it's like a tactic to make you appreciate the things you have. <laughs> like, it's just a fake thing you never have to pay for online. That'd be very funny. That'd be really funny. But, like, the weird thing to me is if you're getting, like, these weird classic, like, Super Nintendo titles or whatever, that encroaches on the virtual console in a way that's very strange to me. Yeah, because Where they, it's like, you're not doing a virtual console, but you're, like, releasing been, them piecemeal. Yeah. Like, what is happening, Nintendo? Exactly. That's that's how everyone is right now, Ian. Yeah. Nintendo is just being completely coy about that. They just will not give a direct answer about... Can some, like, sites ask, can we just purchase a game directly? A Nintendo mm, direct answer? We don't have an answer for that yet. No it's like, is virtual console coming back? Indirect we've, comment. We've yeah. never used the words virtual yeah, console. Yeah, we never used the words <laughs> virtual console. It's like, all right. Um, okay. So, obviously, Nintendo has probably has something cooking, like, up their sleeve or in terms do of they? that. Like, they might, okay, I with said Nintendo, probably. it's like... Yeah. I said probably. No, right, no, I know, I know. It's yeah. like, we don't. At this point, the Nintendo Classics are selling so well, why would you do virtual right. console? When you can sell actual consoles. If there's no more any no more classic systems, I know all, everyone's like, there's going to be an N64 and a Game Boy 1 yeah. still. If they just don't do those, and NES Classic this summer comes out, and yep. that's his last run, mm-hmm. that and then Virtual Console Service launches with online on Switch in late 2018, yep. you have your answer there. It's like they were just getting the classic stuff out of the out way, of the way. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they, yeah, can, yeah. they, they can cannibalize it, that, or at least one of the reasons. That makes sense. I mean, personally, uh, I'd like to hear your expectations. My expectations is that besides you know servers, no more bad... I don't know. They really haven't had any, but like... They need to have servers need to run well. I feel like they need to update their games pretty frequently, at least decent rate for online games that have a heavy focus on online. If they're going to charge you for online, they do that with Splatoon. I know they they got to keep that that up though. And I want some kind of catalog service. It doesn't have to be called Virtual Console. It could be an like the Netflix like subscription idea that people have been throwing around. That maybe it'd be like yeah, games for gold or. uh, the PS Plus games that month. Like, here's a selection of games. If you're a paid member or using the paid service, twenty dollars a year or whatever, you get access to these games for that month. Then they go yeah. away. Yeah. Um, it could be a rotating catalog, but I, I could, kind of would like a way to buy the games too as well. So that's kind of like what I'm hoping for from well, that. Yeah, at least. you only get access to them for a month, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Some of them you could buy. Like you, there are PS Plus games you could download and you keep. Well, for yeah. Switch though. Oh, the, for the classics, it's only for that. Yeah, month, right? as the old model that they put out last year, the information about it said you get like a choice of a classic game, like maybe one, like in, like Super Mario Three was like the example I think they gave. And Balloon Fight was in there. And too. Balloon Fight, and you can pick from one of those or both those, or whatever. But after the month ends, they go away. You get a that's different so game. So weird. That's not enough. You got to give us yeah, more than one so or weird. two classic games like that. So I, I have kind of like lofty expectations. I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, the NES Classic, SNES Classic, the presentation of those menus, all the features, the rewind, the save states, that better all be in there for those virtual uh-huh. stuff. Oh, that's cool. Not going to happen. But <laughs> here's what about, the deal. What about you? For $20 a year, that's so low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, PSN and Xbox are like 50, 60, but like 20 is like, it's so weird because it's like, such a middle ground where it's like they're charging you too much for what this is probably going to be something that we've already had for free and like a weird monthly access to a thing that won't even be great maybe but it's not like it's it's too much for that price point but it's too low to have lofty expectations of it being as good as ps plus 
or Xbox games with gold. So it's like yeah. this weird no man's land. I do think you'll see discounts. I think you'll see special discounts sure. for being part of the program. That would be oh. good, yeah. And, and they, maybe they like, already, I thought they, didn't they already do that for something similar? Um, there was the Wii U Deluxe Edition. Oh, yeah, if you bought the... Yeah, yeah. that was like a make what? good or something. So, if you... If you bought the Wii U Deluxe yeah. Edition, uh, the black console as opposed to the white one, everybody remembers the black console. Mm. White one got phased out. Uh, I think it just didn't have like any space on its hard drive. Um, uh, if you got that for like the first year, I think you had twenty percent off all all purchases. No, they like gave you twenty first percent back basically. Oh, weird. And so I would spend this much money, and then I would get a twenty percent chunk to spend on new games. That was huh. kind of cool. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I also forgot to mention. Voice chat better move off that stupid phone app. <laughs> better be done through the system. Mm, no. Better be done through the system. I'm paying for it. I'm not using that phone app. Come on, Nintendo. Yeah, man. Make it happen. The nice thing is, because I don't play any of those games on my Switch, so I just realized, like, unless there is some kind of really compelling thing, I don't need this. Yeah. Which feels good. Oh, right. yeah. I might not do it either, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of the games I really need this for, and I'm like, so, so far, far none. it's like, not really. Uh, it could launch but, with Smash Bros. and make it really compelling. Oh, yeah, Smash Brothers it. will probably be the title. <laughs> but yeah. still, like, I would play, like, I play Mario Kart locally. I'd yeah. never play it online. Yeah. Like, I would play Switch locally. Well, I'd hate to play Smash Bros. online. Yeah. It's just that thing where you, you don't wanna, need You want to scream at the people in the room, but, yeah. like, when it's somebody online, you just hate them that much more. The game I used the most voice chat for was the Monster Hunter uh, Try. Yeah, yeah. And then on, on Wii, and then the Wii, Wii U HD version. Uh, so, I mean, there Monster was... Monster Hunter World, baby. Yeah, but now you have Monster World, which is You've not coming playing? to Switch. Um, I'm waiting for the PC version. Ooh. You're going to be waiting. I know. Have fun playing with that dead zeitgeist. I know. That's going to be fun. Um, we'll do one more question. Uh, we're running out of time here. <laughs> Uh, I had, uh, Michael Rymar. I saw this all over Twitter. So before I get to this, uh, I'm, I'm surprised this happened. Hey, allies. Hi, allies. So Brian Altano from IGN just tweeted out that Nintendo lost all of his saves on his Switch that was sent in for repair. This was after he was assured by Nintendo customer service that his saves would be fine. Does something like this happening to you worry you guys as well? I lost. If I lost my massive Zelda and Mario save files, I would honestly be devastated. The worst part of this is that right now, there is nothing I can do about it. I am at the mercy of my Switch. We are assuming cloud saves are coming with the online in right. September, but who knows? This feels a bit unacceptable. Firstly, because it is so far away, and secondly, because it'll most likely be locked behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah. And thirdly, because there is no local backup option. How do you all feel about this aspect of the Switch? Is it okay for now? Should Nintendo do something in the interim? Thanks, guys. You know how on Nintendo, they talk about the benefit of hiring people who aren't in game development? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they have creative perspectives. But also, I feel like they don't hire people who just use the other consoles. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it'd be so obvious to anyone who's playing on a PlayStation 4, who's playing on an Xbox One, like, oh, we should be able to do cloud backups. But nobody even thinks of it, it seems. On the PS Plus, I think cloud backups are behind the paywall, too. I think you only get yes, that with, it is. Is it? with Plus. It is. Yeah, I oh, think okay. so. I think you so. You cannot do cloud backups without PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But, but like with the Switch, the easy answer is let you backup saves onto the SD card. The 3DS lets you connect to your PC. 
Does it really? It does. It does? I did not know this. It's wow. the Wi-Fi thing. You can do something with your PC. And so with, with your Wii U as well. With the Wii U, I had a lot of games saved on the hard drive. And you could put your, yeah. your saves on that as well. There, yeah. There's things to do that. Yeah. I mean, the like, Switch has a micro SD card in, that you can put into it. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a no-brainer to let you put saves I on I mean, that. you could take the micro SD out. It's right here. Yeah. It's too it's cruel. It's right there. What but, they did to Brian, that, that's no, too cruel. No, we can't let you do it. And you know the reason why they're probably being like this? They are very... They're deathly afraid of their system being hacked yeah i think so too that's why there's like the yeah. online stuff like the the apps and stuff that's probably why they've waited so long yeah i have a feeling that some of this is a little bit to do with their systems have been like hacked so quickly that's a great so theory. easily yeah apparently yeah. people already have done it though so it doesn't yeah, matter it's it's all time about yeah, yeah. but i think it's widespread and as mainstream popular as it was with the wii and ds like wii and ds was like a joke it was like any, you just Google it and like many easy guides to how to homebrew, put a homebrew on your system and boot up any game you wanted. It was yeah. like a joke. So I suspect it's partly due to that, but it is an at least local backup saves to me is an it's an I would I'm, I'm embarrassed for Nintendo. Like yeah. Nintendo, yeah. you you should honestly be embarrassed. There's no way. Oh, I, I can transfer my profile to another system. Oh, that's so that's so generous, Nintendo. Yeah. Thank you so but much. Pointless. Let me, let me go buy another system. Oh wait, it just transfers it. It means it erases it from my other system. Oh, so it's not really backing it up. It's just moving it to another location. This frightens me. Like I, this concern, I'm terrified about it. Like when my battery dies. Like when we found out my battery died on the Switch, I was like, yeah. Oh no. Like this better not have done anything because my saves are on the system locally, not on the micro SD card. So I was like, yeah. Please don't something don't go wrong or something. That sucks. Yeah. But Brian Altano's situation. Being reassured by Nintendo's customer service. You know what's great, actually? (laughs) That's insane. Is I think that because he's in such a high position, because he has so many followers, that that tweet might actually uh, create change. I hope. I think I really hope it it does. I hope it does. Nintendo, yeah, I think they actually would pay attention to that. But, but of that, course, like we can't change our names on PSN. So yeah, that one really. It's been for like thirty three hundred years. Where can't I really, it. I think they've like honestly spent money and tried, and they just can't. Then they say, well, Reggie at at PSX, Reggie said, Reggie. or not Reggie, uh, Sean, Sean Layden said, uh, the 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 Reggie of Sony yeah. mm-hmm. said uh, that he expects next year at PSX that question won't make sense. Something to that effect. Yeah, it was like his yeah. hope is that this is the that, year that it, that that it can get will something stop. done. Well, no, but he said the way he phrased it was that that question, that that won't be a question anymore. Yeah. But that, that's like a weird phrasing where it's like, what does that mean? PS5? Yeah, I, 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 I think he was trying to make like a clever way of saying like, you know, like it will be solved. But like people don't like saying it in like the same cliche way. Yeah. So I think on the fly he was trying to come up with like a better way to say it than like. The yeah. it was written on the. I think prompter. he was trying to find a better way of saying no. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guess. Yeah, I mean, he's just saying, "Don't ask me that again. Yeah. You'll be fired, so you can't ask." I, me. I mean, because that's what happens. We carry over system accounts from so far, from older architecture, like design-wise, was designed in such a way, like having to update all the databases and stuff to reflect because it's got to reflect the change. Oh, it's yeah. a nightmare. It's dumb because your name is your account the way that yeah. it works on yep. PlayStation. And so it's not like it, it ties to a digital digital number. It's like that's that name is your actual account. Yeah. And so I think they just programmed it in a stupid I, way. I hope Sony works out. I hope Nintendo works this out. Be, be, be a nice gift in 2018 if we got both of those. Yeah. And on that. 
But uh, yeah, thank you both of you for those questions. Really good questions. For those of you who would like to submit questions to be considered for future episodes of Friend Code, if you are a $5 and up patron, the week that we are recording the episode, I'll throw up a post on Patreon letting you know that we have an open call for submissions. It'll literally be called like Patrons Pulse Episode whatever submissions, call for submissions. Post your question there. It doesn't matter what order it is. You don't need a whole spot. I'll just pick two to possibly three of the questions I feel will be best for that episode. And again, thank you for those. Those are two really... Really fantastic questions. Relevant. Very, very relevant. Yep. And uh, once again, I want to thank both of you for joining me on this episode. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> both of you. And uh, until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Triforce.